Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, some people call this man Tim Gossish. I call him Gostradamus. He's a tipping machine over there in the West. He also is the host of SEN WA Breakfast. He was a uh, lively uh, voice on the mic for yesterday's uh, Wildcats game. I imagine he's uh, incredibly happy on the back of their performance. Tim Gossage, uh, good morning to you. Uh, JJ, good to be on, mate. Yeah, great weekend for WA. Great day yesterday. It was. Let's uh, start with yesterday. We'll speak about the Scorchers, a little bit of footy as well over there. But it was uh, it was incredibly tense. Was the whole stadium... Uh, well and truly aware of the magic number. Did everyone know what had to happen? It certainly looked like it, but was the crowd aware? Was everyone uh, in tune with what needed to happen? JJ, been around sport far too long, been around for a long time at a lot of events, and I've never sat in a stadium where there were so many chapters Mm. and scripts and uh, scenarios. I mean, the one scenario was they had to win by 11 or more, but the game itself, everyone knew. Everyone knew before they started what they had to do. It wasn't just about winning. It was about winning by that margin or more. You didn't know whether Sydney were absolutely desperate to win. And you know, and the way that they were playing at stages, it was almost like arrogance. Like, we were just playing with the kids and we're going to win eventually. Um, the Wildcats got 23 up, I think, in the last quarter. And then they... And we, I spoke to Luke Travers on air with Andrew Vlahov straight after the game. And I said, they got within eight after you led by 23 and you only needed to win by 11. He said, we were, he said, we took our eye off the ball. We were worried. We, we, we knew we had the job done. We were looking ahead to what we were doing next. So John really got them in. It was the strangest, most passionate, most weird sporting contest <laughs> I have ever been to. And it took forever. It started late because the other game was uh, going, the Adelaide-Melbourne game was still going, and then it went on and on and on, and it was bizarre. And you, um, <laughs> your opponents, the Kings, they had next to nothing to play for, but tell you what, they were keen to send you guys packing. They were. They hate, they, 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 well, they don't like the Perth Wildcats. They're still hurting from the from the championship, the Wildcats yes. got into the COVID where Sydney couldn't come and didn't play and pulled out. Um, there's, a, there's a Look, there's a massive amount of arrogance about the Sydney Kings. They are incredibly arrogant. Off the court, their media department is arrogant. Their mm. coach is arrogant. Their playing group is arrogant. But look, they're the best team. So mm. you can't argue with that. It's, uh, arrogance, you can be arrogant if you're the best. And they don't do everything as well as the Wildcats, but they clearly have had a better year this year. And the bottom line is, um, I think they wanted to win. And then it started to get away from them. And then Walton didn't play, so that was a bit of a setback. But I, I put it out on Twitter last night, JJ, and I, and, I'm, and I still was trying to search for absolute honest responses. I don't see Xavier Cooks every week, and I saw him play yesterday. Now, this is the bloke that they say will be NBA-bound, is the MVP, uh, well, he's one of the three, but he's, you know, everyone thinks he's a shoe-in. He's, I mean, he's got the East Coast media looking after him, so he probably will win it. Bottom line is, 
he was engaging with John Rilly, the coach, the Wildcats, the referees repeatedly, the crowd, Jesse Wagstaff, the Wildcats bench. He missed numerous free throws. He uh, missed easy layups. He missed simple shots. And I don't know, and that's not him, because I know how good he is, because I've seen his record, I've watched enough of him. But when I watched him live yesterday, I don't know whether that summed up the arrogance of the Sydney Kings or whether, uh, in, a, in, a, in a way that, they, as you say, they were playing for nothing, or it was him just having an off afternoon and he was sidetracked. They're going to be very hard to beat for the title, but they want to be better than what I saw yesterday, albeit they had nothing on the line. So... Look, a lot to play out. There's a lot of scenarios yesterday. Wildcats, they're going to have to improve greatly if they're even going to beat Phoenix on Thursday in that knockout tournament. But um, I wasn't overly impressed with Sydney, and um, I think they've got a long way to go. I don't think they're the form team of the competition. Well, you may not have been impressed with Sydney. Their uh, media manager was not impressed with you and your tweet, Julian O'Brien. That was uh, a little surprising. He, he took a shot at you on Twitter. That's a bit surprising from a, uh, a media manager of a professional basketball team. I don't want to comment about Julian. For, for the head of media from a – yeah, but that sums it up. Sorry, that that just sums up. That just sums up mm. how they go about their business. It's a it's a bizarre organisation. Um, I, I don't know. And again, they're, they're the best team. Let's not argue with all of that. But it's all the trimmings that go with it that I saw. Bottom line is, great day for Perth. Great day for Perth. Great result. A lot of pressure on a lot of people. An enormous pressure on one Craig Hutchison again. <laughs> the Wildcats, the Wildcats family. Don't take to missing out. And look, Chris Anstey's thrown another one, our curveball out there. Oh, is this the playoffs or is a playing tournament the playoffs or is this the final series? What is it? Um, Wildcats will take it, whatever it is. They're still alive. Hutchie's breathing easy. Um, <laughs> and Cot- and Bryce-, Bryce Cotton didn't score, JJ, for the last three quarters. Yeah, yeah, he had, uh, well, that was easily two from 20. That was easily his worst uh, performance, I fear, for the Phoenix because they'll be on the receiving end of uh, of a Bryce Cotton comeback. He is as good as we've seen. Um, we had a caller earlier from over in your part of the world uh, complaining, and I think fairly. I don't know what the alternative would have been, but the play in game against the Phoenix starts three thirty local time in Perth. That's um, not ideal for 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 the Wildcats fans wanting to tune in in Perth. No, it's not, but it's, you know, that's what you get when you're three hours behind and probably mm. 25 years. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's just, um, it's just what we do. It's, it's just the, it's the lay of the land. And it's a, it's a school night in Melbourne, I'm sure. So um, I can understand the scheduling. Yeah, it's a, it's a tricky one. There's no way around it, probably. Um, uh, the Scorchers, they just keep on keeping on. They are as impressive as it gets in the BBL. They are the absolute gold standard. Uh, incredible, incredibly led, incredible organisation. They, um, they they took some hits in regards to the recruiting in the pre-season and then during the season, and but they're well led, well coached. The, uh, captain is outstanding, and not all the players play well on every given day, but they they never really had a day where everyone failed or everyone played really well. It was just one of those times when someone needed to step up, they did, and and and, and the final was. Incredible. They did play, and, and you know, there's been a lot of criticism of myself and a lot of other people. They paid a virtual bunch of no names who came from nowhere, 
without all their superstars, Labashane, Kawaja and others, in the final and took it up to them. They were incredible, the Brisbane Heat. And they need to... And, and let me tell you, that is one organisation whose media department runs a very good operation. They are an incredible operation, their media department. Their leadership, um, they were good to watch the Heat, but wow, 53,500. The kid with the mullet made a, made yes. a, a, a name of himself, Cooper Connolly. Um, he's, he's the next big thing. There'll be a lot of hairdressers and barbers uh, uh, now having the Cooper Connolly uh, mullet um, because there's a lot of youngsters at the game. Huge, huge occasion. And it goes to show when a game of cricket is scheduled at a good time that is entertaining with a team that we love, the WA cricket fans will go and watch it. They most certainly did. Uh, let's jump onto the footy for a couple of minutes before I let you go. What, what, are, what are expectations for West Coast this season now? Last year was, was, was a bit of a mess, to be honest, and there were some concessions about fitness and all this and that. What are the expectations uh, out of West Coast for season 2023? Um, just improvement. They've just got to be better. And, you know, they've, they've gone through, dare I say it, Touchwood for Eagles fans. Uh, their pre-season has been trouble-free. Everyone's on the track. Um, there's no doubt they've made a concerted effort to be fitter, uh, every, every team does, but you just have a look at even if their social media posts or their uh, their posts on online that they look like they're working harder. They look like they. they I mean, Kim Kelly, and I know this uh, Geelong fans and, and 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 other fans will say, oh yeah, but he was better at Geelong. He was, and he hasn't reached any great heights since being at West Coast, but he certainly does look in better shape than than he's ever looked since joining West Coast. Um, he could have a, a wonderful year. They'll be better. They've gone back to the draft. They'll go to the draft again. They won't be a contender, but I tell you what, they'll, be, um, they'll give it a shake and they'll win more games at home than, 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 than they did last year, which was good because they had a shocker anyway. But they'll be, they'll be competitive, but they won't be a dominant force. But uh, tracking in the right direction. And what about Fremantle? Uh, you know, they had a great season last year. Um, the finals probably didn't go how they wanted to, but in terms of the growth of that team, uh, it was a really strong and impressive season. They'll be hoping to build on that. Now, what's the status with the captaincy? So Nathan Fife, where is it all sitting? Is it being taken from him? Is he trying to wrestle it to keep it? Like, what's going on there? <laughs> yeah, good question, and a question that uh, Justin Longmuir and the Fremantle football staff keep getting asked. Um, still deciding. Uh, no rush. Season's just around the corner. I think most clubs have basically decided their captaincy. Um, I think they want to make sure that if he's up and about by the time they make a decision, whether it be this week or next week, that he will be captain again. I think, I think in an ideal world, they want to give him one clean run at it with his fitness. Um, but I, I think he doesn't need it. Mm. I, I don't think he needs it. I think he would be a better player probably if he wasn't the captain this year. And they've got a number of candidates to take it, but whether they think Brayshaw or Sarong aren't quite ready. Um, Alex Pearce filled in for him. He's a different beast. But if you give it to Alex Pearce now, that means Alex Pearce has it for four years. And I'm not so sure that they don't want Brayshaw or Sarong to be captain within two years. So it's a bit of a betwixt and between for them. Um, Fife's had a good year at preseason as well. Fremantle are going to be a contender. Do I think they can win it? Probably not. Do I think they can be top four again? Probably um, they still lack firepower up forward. I'm not so sure. I don't know about where they make up, but I think Matthew Tabner, if he can get to 40 goals, they will give it a shake. But if it's going to be the Matthew Tabner 
that we see so often, then um, I think they're going to struggle. Yeah, plenty to uh, look forward to for the two uh, fans of West Coast and Fremantle uh, this season. At Peeps, that look forward to for Wildcats fans and celebrations all around for the Scorchers. Heaps happening over in your part of the world. Tim Gossage, thanks for joining us. There's uh, Tim Gossage, the man who has his finger on the pulse when it comes to sport in Western Australia. Uh, Love having a chat to him. You can feel his passion. People having a go at him uh, off the uh, 40 Wings temper text. He loves that. He thrives on that. Uh, Tim Gossage, our guest.